Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, this is a big weekend in many parts of the country. Gay Pride parades are going on coast to coast. There's one, uh, I believe, right in St. Petersburg. There's New York. They're all over the place. Well, as America's alpha male, and you being an alpha male, or if you're a dame that loves alpha males... You know that we don't need just one day a year to celebrate our alpha maleness. Every single weekend is Alpha Male Pride Weekend, especially here on the Cigar Dave Show. We celebrate our alpha maleness. We, I celebrate my heterosexualness. If gays want to be proud, I say more power to them. Have at it. But if I want to be a proud alpha male heterosexual, I will do so as well. And that's not microaggressing anyone. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. Alpha Central, Alpha Command Central and Humidor 1A. If you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar Pleasure and Alpha Male Friendly Hotlines are open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook CigarDave, and just head over to CigarDave.com. We've got all the important details. It is, as I mentioned, Gay Pride Weekend. And I have, or as I like to refer to it, as Village People Impersonation Weekend. And I have no problem with people expressing their pride in whatever their sexual preference. My sexual preference happens to be I happen to love... Many lovely dames in the harem. In fact, I believe the next four, uh, the, the next frontier, if we allow now, the courts have said that gays can marry, men can marry men, women can marry women, then I don't think gays would have a problem supporting men marrying multiple women. Why not? It's done in other countries. It's done in, in Utah. Why not do it throughout the rest of the country? But I guarantee you, I will guarantee you that there will be people jumping up and down saying, oh, we can't have that. We can have marriage between the same sexes, but we can't have a male married to multiple females. And I say, why not? As long as you have a ironclad prenup with each and every one of them. So we will celebrate Alpha Male Pride. We're going to use the hashtag today, Lieutenants, Alpha Male Pride, uh, throughout the course of the show. Now, before we get to some important cigar news with the Cigar Retailers Convention coming up, we have some other very important issues we must get to first. 
like a wolf on a sheep's carcass. Here's the general with Pleasure Police News. Good news. The New York State Supreme Court refused to reinstate New York City's ban on the sale of big sodas, ruling that the city health department overstepped its bounds when they approved a 16-ounce cap on any sugar-flavored beverages, whether it's a Coke, a Mr. Pibb, a Mountain Dew, an iced tea, or an energy drink. If it's got sugar, Mayor Michael Gloomberg, Ayatollah Michael Gloomberg at the time, said that he wanted to protect his citizens. But there was all sorts of discrepancies in the rules. The court determined the city's Board of Health engaged in policymaking and not simply health regulations when it imposed the restrictions on restaurants, delis, movie theaters, stadiums, and streetcar vendors. Now, you could still go into a supermarket and buy a 16-ounce soda, but the rules were very arbitrary. The Board of Health engaged in lawmaking beyond its regulatory authority, according to the opinion. It is clear that the Board of Health wrote the portion cap rule without benefit of legislative guidance. Now, we are undergoing the exact same type of issue when it comes to our cigars because it is very clear that a very large number of representatives in the House and senators have made it very clear to the FDA that they do not want premium cigars to be regulated by the FDA, and that there is a vast distinct difference between premium cigars and cigarettes and uh, chewing tobacco. Has that done anything to dissuade the FDA from attempting to regulate the cigar industry? Absolutely not. And this is a similar case where here we have the New York State, or correction, the New York City Board of Health engaged in creating laws in creating rules. They're not there for that. That's up to the city council. And the same thing exactly now with the FDA. The government bureaucracies now in Washington, whether it's the EPA, the FDA, the IRS, take your pick. They believe they have sovereign power to regulate and that the separation of powers does not include the legislative branch. To them, it's the executive and the bureaucratic branches. And that's exactly what they believe. The good news is we have many members of the House and the Senate on our side. But this is a big win. And I talked about this beginning over a year ago. I said my, Ayatollah Bloomberg went way over his authority. The Department of Health went over their authority. Let people make up their own mind whether they want a 16-ounce or a 32-ounce or a 48-ounce Big Gulp. It's not up to the city, and it's certainly not up to, to an elected mayor to decide what everyone should eat, drink, or consume. The current city health commissioner, Mary T. Bassett, said the administration of current socialist Bill de Blasio continues to look for ways to limit the pernicious effects of aggressive and predatory marketing of sugary drinks and unhealthy foods. Boy, listening to this, pernicious and aggressive and predatory. I mean, when I think of a predator, I'm thinking of like a sexual predator. I'm thinking of of someone who is is so depraved that they would want to go have 
a sexual act with a, uh, a child. I'm not thinking of a company that wants to market their product to adults or to whoever wants to consume it. I think by her insinuating that there is somehow a similarity between sexual predators, because that's exactly what she's saying. She's saying that the, the soda companies or the fast food companies are engaging in aggressive, pernicious, predatory marketing. I mean, that's almost saying that somebody who's a sexual child predator is almost the same as a company, or a company is the same as a child predator that wants to essentially just market their product. There's no law against sugary beverages in this country. There's no law against selling Coke or Mr. Pibb or Dr. Pepper or 7-Up or ginger ale. Would the enemies of pleasure like to have a rule? You better believe it. But it simply does not exist today. The case was decided by a 4-2 to two margin. It wasn't a close vote. 4-2. to two. The city has not said whether they will appeal. However, it is unlikely an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court would be accepted because the case centers on local government authority and legislation, not on federal issues. Now, I guarantee you that the enemies of pleasure will not stop here. They won't stop and say, well, forget what the court said. We'll find ways around it. They will continue to try to tax your beverage. They will continue to try to come after products you enjoy, whether it is cigars, steak, libations, sodas, coffee. In fact, later in the show, I will tell you that there is a war that is about to be waged on coffee consumption. And how are they going to wage that battle against caffeine and coffee? By going after the children, saying the children need our help because children are consuming caffeine. We have seen that script before. We know how it works. The good news is, We have many people who say enough is enough. People have gone way, way overboard. All right, very quickly, uh, what I want to do is tell you about – actually, I'm going to save this to the next segment. I don't want to rush. I've got some information about some new cigars. Two weeks ago, when we conducted our Charlotte broadcast invasion from the Ballantine Hotel, Janelle Rosenfeld of Altatus USA said we've got a surprise. I cannot release the information, but we do have a new cigar coming out. Well, earlier this week – The news was released. They have a brand-new Monte Cristo. I'll tell you about the new Monte Cristo, tell you about the new Alec Bradley, the lineage, tell you about the new San Latano Bull, and I will tell you right now, actually, I'll tell you in the next segment, the latest in political correctness gone way wrong, gone way off the deep end. You will not believe it. It has to do with a fish, the name of a fish, and a group of people that supposedly are offended. I'm not going to make this story up. This is 100% true when I play it for you. Please try to restrain yourself from falling over in laughter and falling uh, falling off your chair and hitting your head on anything that could cause serious injury. Because when I first heard this and saw this story earlier this week, I, I almost had to make sure I was strapped into my comfortable leather desk chair in the office because I didn't want to fall over in, in, in laughter. It is unbelievable what has happening or what is happening with political correctness. It is incredible that this microaggression, the words matter nonsense, the political correctness, all these ridiculous things that are taking place. And we are getting to a point as you as I will demonstrate by uh, telling you about this story in the next segment 
that it is so crazy now, we're all better off probably just not to talk and say a word. Don't write, don't talk, don't do anything. That way, nobody can get offended. Smoke on the Water 3, presented by A.J. Fernandez Cigars, is set for Saturday, August 16th at the Buffalo Launch Club. Tickets are going fast to see the show, the entire crew, and try New World by A.J. Fernandez. To get your tickets, log on to CigarDave.com today. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog, dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Lieutenants, the Cigar Dave 2014 Bold Alpha Tour continues. Next stop is Saturday, August 16th, 2014 at the Buffalo Launch Club on Grand Island, New York for the Smoke on the Water 3 live broadcast invasion. We will be coming back to my hometown of Buffalo as we launch the new world from A.J. Fernandez Cigars. It will be an afternoon of great cigars cool libations, delicious delicacies, and alpha male camaraderie maneuvers. Tickets are available right now at CigarDave.com. We've got a VIP breakfast beginning at 9.30 a.m., an alpha male breakfast that includes a great buffet, special Cigar Dave private reserve cigars, and a special gift. And on the main show, tickets available as we begin at noon. CigarDave.com for all the ticket information for Buffalo Smoke on the Water 3 live broadcast invasion. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
If you're a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, you've been enjoying the June selection, which was a vertical tasting of the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Series. Let us know what you think about the selection at facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Gypsy Kings gets us in the mood in the next segment for the litation and libation ceremony. Talking about the Perdomo Reserve cigars that Voice Talon Ed uh, spoke about on our rejoin liner. The Perdomo Reserve, which was the June Officers Club selection, the response we received from that cigar or from that, that selection, overwhelming. People loved the vertical tasting of the Perdomo Reserve. It included the champagne the Champagne Noir, as well as the Sun Grown, and love them all. But I love that Sun Grown. In fact, a few weeks ago when I was in Miami and uh, went over to see uh, Nick uh, Perdomo, Arthur Kemper, uh, over at uh, Perdomo uh, Perdomo uh, headquarters, I always walk into their humidor and I said, Nick, I got to grab some of the Perdomo Reserve uh, Sun Growns. He said, help yourself, General. Beautiful cigar. Nicely balanced, medium to full. Uses a wonderful Nicaraguan uh, uh, sun-grown wrapper. Just very, very pleasant all the way around. And I'm going to tell you that you will absolutely love our uh, July selection as well. The Alec Bradley Sampler, which includes the new Alec Bradley Family Blend, The Lineage, the Alec Bradley Tempest Maduro, and the Raices Cubanas. So you are in for a great treat. Speaking of some new cigars... Earlier this week, Altadas USA announced a brand new Monte Cristo. It is called the Espada by Monte Cristo, a bold new cigar that honors the legend of Monte Cristo. It is a collaboration between Altadas USA's Grupo de Maestros, which are their master blenders, and the Placencia family, Nestor Placencia Sr. and Jr., renowned growers and manufacturers of cigars. Uh, They grow a tremendous amount of tobaccos in Honduras and Nicaragua. They make wonderful cigars. It was blended by Grupos de Maestros, crafted by the Placencia family, a nice collaboration. The Espada by Monte Cristo is a spicy, 100% Nicaraguan puro. It uses a Habano Jalapa Vintage 2010 wrapper. The binder is a Habano Jalapa Vintage 2009. And the filler blend uses some Habano Jalapa Seco Vintage 2008, some Habana Ometepe Viso Vintage 2008. The Ometepe is a volcanic uh, island in Nicaragua that produces the soil, just produces outstanding tobaccos. And the other of the three filler is Habano Condega Lajero Vintage 2008. So you have some Habano Jalapa Seco, 
some Habana Ometepi Viso and Habana Condega Lajero. That gives a nice, nice balance between flavor, spice, and boldness. Three sizes will be available. The Ricasa, Ricasso 5x54 Robusto, the Guard a 6x54 Toro, and the Kion a 7x56, what I would call a Super Churchill. Beautiful, exquisite boxes. They are. It's a suede-bound box, inside and outside, packed in boxes of ten with the Monte Cristo sword and, uh, and, uh, and basically emblazoned on the lid. Suggested retails between eleven twenty-five to twelve fifty a cigar. So that will be uh, officially. It's really released now. You'll start to see it in your retailers over the next couple of weeks, and they'll make a big splash, obviously, next month at the Cigar Retailers Convention. But they have launched, uh, if you think about it, over the last year, the Monte Cristo Epic, the Monte by Monte Cristo, and the Monte Cristo Regional Blends, the New York, the Monte Cristo Las Vegas, the Monte Cristo Chicago, and the Monte Cristo Texas. So they've really added to the Monte Cristo portfolio. Very, very nice-looking band as a secondary a nice box has a secondary band uh, towards the middle that uh, basically has the Espada logo with the swords. There's a signature of the Grupos de Maestros. And then at the very bottom, there is a third band that has the word Espada in script. Very elegant packaging, very elegant looking cigar. Cannot wait to get my hands upon it. And another two, a uh, couple cigars to be on the lookout for. I told you a few weeks ago about the San Lotano Bull. It is the new San Lotano, the Bull. Uh, uses an Ecuadorian Sumatra leaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. The binder and filler grown from A.J. Fernandez's farms in Nicaragua. And uh, he had a great... Uh, the way he came up with this was very interesting. He happened to be looking at some farms. And on one of the farms, there happens to be a bull. And he's looking right at the bull. And he sees the bull had strong character was uh, definitely confident, had this regal look about it, and he said, I'm going to name it a cigar called the San Latano the Bull. And that's exactly what he did. It's a nice medium to full-flavored stick, suggested retail between $9.60 and $10. Very nice stick. In fact, if you are joining us in Buffalo and you have a reserve show ticket, you're going to get one of these in the special Smoke on the Water 3 Cigar Dave A.J. Fernandez Assault Packs. It'll have one of the bull and two of the new world by A.J. Fernandez. Lieutenants, litation ceremony right around the corner. Stand by. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is a vertical tasting of the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Series, including the 10th anniversary Champagne Noir Maduro and Champagne Sun Grown. Not a member? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Tradition. 
traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Later on in this show, I will tell you about the proposed FDA regulations that could shut down, close the last remaining cigar factory in the Cigar City of Tampa. It would take the cigar out of Cigar City. We cannot allow that to happen. I'm speaking, of course, of the El Rologe factory, which is the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Ybor City. You can see it right from Interstate 4, a well-known landmark here in the Cigar City of Tampa. I will talk a little bit about that later, but on Monday, they are having a very big ceremony to unveil a giant banner that says SaveCigarCity.com. That's the name of the website. We'll have all the information at CigarDave.com. But they're going to have a big ceremony. We are going to make sure we get the word out for that. And so thus, I'm going to enjoy a cigar that comes from them, from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. A cigar that was released 19 years ago on the occasion of their 100th anniversary, the Diamond Crown. At the time when this was released 19 years ago, back in 1995, Stanford Newman, who was the chairman at the time, had an idea. His idea was to come without, come out with cigars that were all Robusto ring gauges. Now, that was a novel idea at the time because most of the ring gauge size cigars were 48, were 42, maybe an occasional 50. But Stan Newman had the idea, why not make all large ring gauge size cigars? A lot of people thought he was nuts. Stan Newman was a pioneer, was ahead of his time. And so on the occasion of the J.C. Newman 100th anniversary, I was fortunate and lucky enough to be in attendance. They released officially the Diamond Crown, a magnificent cigar, very consistent, very creamy, mild to medium in flavor. This is a celebratory cigar. This is a special cigar. This is a cigar that you can have every day or a cigar for great occasions, graduation, wedding, Whatever the case may be, it's a super premium cigar. 
The cigar is made down in the Dominican Republic. It comes in a Connecticut shade wrapper or a Connecticut broadleaf. The Maduro version's much tougher to find. A beautiful natural Connecticut shade wrapper. A selection of five different fillers from the Caribbean Basin and Central America. It is aged five years. It is an outstanding cigar. It is just as good today as when it was launched 19 years ago. In fact, that shows that a cigar that stands the test of time, released 19 years ago, bigger sales today than 19 years ago, that says something. So I'm going to enjoy this cigar right now. The Diamond Crown, I pulled out the Robusto, five inches in length with a 52 ring gauge, a beautiful stick. Actually, it is 54 ring gauge. I'm a little, I don't want to shortchange this Diamond Crown. It's the number four, five and a half by 54. That's what I will enjoy. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. All right, I'm going to use a very special cigar scissors for this ceremony. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, I have in my hand a lighter that I have just broken up from, broken out from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories. This is the latest prototype, and I've just pulled it out. It's got two flames that are for, angle about 30, 35 degrees to combine as one. So right about three quarters of an inch from the base of where the flame comes out, they confluence and it is a magnificent looking lighter. This is from our R&D labs. I'll tell you, these guys are like the James Bond labs. They're always coming out with new and exciting things and they even made it in one of my favorite colors orange since I'm a Syracuse orangeman. It's got orange with some black accents. Not even a uh, show a picture of this because it is so early in the prototype stage. Cigar. Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, I'm going to gently cut this with the scissors. Very elegant cut. Let me take just a little bit more off. Perfect. Perfect. That's the nice thing about a cigar scissors. Very elegant way to cut your cigar. I will toast the foot of this diamond crown, and I can tell you that this diamond crown has been aging uh, probably in my humidor at least uh, 10 years. So we're now looking at uh, probably a 15-year-age cigar. Let me puff and rotate. Great draw. Wonderful aroma. Mmm. Mmm. And now you know why this is a prototype, because we had some... Various issues that you could probably hear with the flame. Some inconsistencies, but that's why it's from the R&D Laboratories. Not available for sale yet. Let me just uh, take one other hit here on the lighter. Hmm. Cigar is now properly lit. Have my cigar. I need something to wash the wonderful taste of the cigar down the palate with. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. All right, from Dalwini, I'm bringing out a very nice Highland single malt scotch, aged 15 years. The Dalwini Distillery, established in 1898, comes in a very nice-looking bottle here. Runs you about 60 bucks. This is a beautiful malt, which has wonderful aromas. Now, the aroma that I get right off the bat, a little bit of fruit little floral aroma, little touch of smoke, 
and a little mustiness. I know that sounds crazy, but it has that uh, little musty aroma to it. Now, let me pour this here. Open up this bottle. And I can tell you right off the bat, the Dalwhinnie is not what I would consider to be a super mild single malt scotch whiskey. This has some character. Say cheers. Wow. That has some major flavor. Major flavor bomb on the palate. It's crisp, spicy, a little bit of sharpness. I would say you'd use a little bit of aqua, a little bit of branch, a little bit of water to tame it down just a little bit. So that's exactly what I will do. I'll put a little branch in here, which is another word for water. Put that in there, and it will accompany my diamond crown very beautifully, and we are ready to go. Let's say hello to Matt up in one of my favorite spots, Nashville, Tennessee, up in Rocky Top. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you, Matt. You know, last week I took a uh, little road trip with the family, and with uh, with Fourth of July coming up next week, I am very proud of my service to the country. And I was seeing all these flags as, as we were making the drive from Nashville to uh, Panama City Beach, Florida, and it made my chest stick out all the more. I almost couldn't even put my seatbelt on. My chest was beaming so much with pride, and I tell you. I know you do everything, every last patriotic bit, and I tell you, it touches me. It touches a lot of the veterans here in in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, I'll tell you, I think every American uh, should be, if you are a true American, you should be patriotic. And uh, thank you, first of all, for your service. Matt, what branch did you serve in? I was in the Army for uh, eight and a half years before they told me, Sergeant, you're just too broken to serve anymore. Well, uh, the Army always goes rolling along, and with your help, Matt, I'm sure that it did. Where did you serve? I was in uh, mostly for uh, the majority of my career stateside. I was at uh, Fort Lewis, Washington, but I did do uh, one tour in the sandbox out at LSA Anaconda in Iraq. Yeah, that's not a pleasant place, is it? Well, it was after that I had to fire my... uh, my travel agent because i said i wanted a big beach but she forgot to throw in the ocean yeah exactly a lot of sand no water uh well first of all we as i said we appreciate your service and i think that uh as a patriot uh, patriotic american it's our duty to recognize our veterans it's our duty to recognize their sacrifice it's our duty to recognize the important days that have occurred in u.s history whether it is december 7th whether it is uh, D-Day, whether it is Veterans Day, Memorial Day, uh, we make sure that we appropriately pay tribute. And so uh, that's the very least. And one of my concerns now, we see an, a, a border right now, Matt, that's a sieve. We're letting all these people come in illegally. And my question is, how many of them do you think are going to be patriotic Americans? And I'll tell you the answer, very few. When I see these illegal immigrants come into this country waving their Mexican flag or waving the flag from where they're from, my answer to them is, you're in the United States. Illegally, by the way. You want to wave your Mexican flag or your Honduran flag or whatever, do so. But back in the country where you where you were born, not here in this country. The thing that differentiates the immigrants coming in illegally today from the immigrants that came in legally, my grandparents, uh, my great-grandparents, my mother, 
who, who came uh, here to this country as an immigrant. The difference is they came to this country, they wanted to become American, they wanted to become a part of the fabric, the social fabric of the country. They were proud to be, call themselves American in their uh, adopted home countries. And they wanted to do everything that was American, from Thanksgiving to July 4th to, uh, to, to all the holidays and everything that is, that is what makes this country great. They wanted to learn the language. They wanted their kids to be proud Americans. These people coming in today, these illegals, and I, I do not mince words, they're illegal aliens. They're illegal. I'm 100% for legal immigration. I am not for illegal immigration. Every one of these people coming in, and I don't care if they're a six-month-old or a 60-year-old, you come here illegally, you didn't come in the way our grandparents and our forefathers came in. You need to get your asses back, and we ought to deport them. And I don't care if that breaks up the family. If that means I'm a ruthless son of a bitch, then so be it. But I'm a proud American, and I fear that what makes this country great, the fabric of this country, the, the resounding success of this country will be lost by people who don't give a rat's ass or a damn about this country and its patriotism. And so, Matt... I- I can tell I would you. Like I'll to make sure you one one bit there, Joe. Go ahead. Go I ahead. would not say ruthless son of a bitch. I would say proud American. Thank you, My sir. I appreciate that, you, General. And I, I tell you, Matt, I had somebody tell this to me a few weeks ago. They said, "Well, you're just a uh, an immigration racist." In a little heated dinner discussion with some people I was out with, and I said, "You're wrong. I am 100 percent for legal immigration. Legal." Take the eye out of the illegal. Legal. That's right. My mother could not come into this country when she was a student. She left Egypt in, uh, I believe it was 1959, and uh, uh, went to Canada on a student visa and ended up uh, working in Canada as a nurse, graduated from McGill University. She She hadn't seen my grandparents, I believe, in three or four years. And she could not legally cross the border to go from Canada into the United States, into Buffalo. So my grandparents rented a cottage across the uh, across the Niagara River in Lake Erie in Canada so that my mother could stay there. And then she went through the legal process to get a work visa to come, got a work visa, worked uh, uh, as a surgical nurse in one of the hospitals in Buffalo, ended up mar- uh, meeting my father, marrying my father, and that was history. Uh, and, that, and, and that's how it, it, it turned out. But she could not come into this country for six months. She didn't go swim across the river. She didn't try to come in illegally. She waited to do it legally. And I'm 100% for legal immigration. And I'll give you a perfect example. This uh, alpha male, I like to get a manicure once a week. I like to have nice nails. The, the dames love it. You don't want to have natty nails or anything. So the gal that I go to, her name is Tiffany. She came here as a leg- on, a, on a green card legally. She worked here, speaks excellent English, Works hard, works her ass off. She is a lovely lady, and I can tell you that she is very proud. She was very proud when she got her citizenship about a year ago. And every week I would come in, and while she was doing my nails, I would say, all right, Tiffany, what are the three branches of government? Who was our founding father? Like, I went through all the questions to help her. She got a 100 on her test. I was very proud of her, and I said, Tiffany, you should be very proud because there are Americans today that don't know that information in that book as well as you do, and they should be ashamed. And you are an American by choice, not an American by birth. 
And I can tell you that she's a proud American. They don't forget where they came from. They don't forget their, their original language, but they're proud to be American. And this is what we need to bring into this country. People that want to assimilate, that want to become part of our culture, not people that come in and say, you stole Mexico from us. You need to adjust to us. As far as I'm concerned, there should be one language on every government document, on every voter roll, every ballot, every driver's test, English, not a hundred languages. Go to Mexico and say, I want to take the driving test. Could you have it in English for me, please? You know what they'd say to you? Get the hell out. They'd laugh you out of the building. That's exactly right. And we need to do the same thing here. So I know I got on a little tangent, Matt, but you know me. Once I get started, I just keep rolling, just like General Patton. I, I can't be stopped by my own eloquence. All good generals. Keep on rolling. All right, Matt, here's what I'd like to do for you. We appreciate your service, and I want to send you some nice cigars to enjoy for the uh, holiday weekend. So how about I send you out the June Officers Club selection of the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Sampler? I know that Nick is also a very proud patriotic American, and he listens to the show, and I guarantee he'd be saying, General, make sure you give Matt the Perdomo Reserve Sampler that was the Officers Club. So it's coming your way. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Matt. Stand by, lieutenants. I can't help myself. Just like the great General George S. Patton, sometimes I just get uh, blinded by my own eloquent, uh, not only profanity, by my own uh, eloquent uh, use of the uh, English language. I still want to tell you when I come back about this Democratic senator from Minnesota who uh, 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 proposed legislation, by the way, that was passed about the name of a fish. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So... The Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. 
You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Cigar Dave will once again be hosting live telecasts from the annual IPCPR convention in Las Vegas, July 20th through the 22nd. Get an up-close look at the new cigars unveiled this year. For more info, go to CigarDave.com. I will tell you more about our special exclusive live telecast from the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention next hour. But I uh, held on to... Tell you what, let me take another call. I will get to this fish story I want to devote enough time to it, so I don't want to be rushed in any way, shape, or form. So let's say hello to uh, Tony up in the great state of Delaware, the home state of Joe Biden. Do yourself a favor, Tony. Don't let him back in the state. Oh, we'll do our best. (laughs) Uh, Long-ass greetings, General, from the Mid-Atlantic Theater of Operations. How are you? Back at you. One of my favorite spots. Used to live in Maryland. Used to go to uh, the Delaware Beach, the Maryland beaches. Lovely part of the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. General, I, uh, I, I see that you're uh, drinking a, a Highland malt today. And um, myself, I'm partial to uh, Islas, which right. are uh, very bold and peaty. So That's my right. question for you is, um, what, uh, do you have a good recommendation for a cigar that won't be overwhelmed by the scotch? Well, you like those peaty, uh, so you probably like, have you ever, ever had the scapa? Mm-hmm. That's yep, very nice. Very and see, I'm not a big peaty I like a little bit, but when it's too overwhelming, I, I don't care for that. If you're going to have something peaty, you got to go something. Really, I would say a Cameroon goes nicely, a Cameroon-wrapped cigar. So Ooh. certainly you could do an H. Upman Vintage Cameroon. I would say that you could do a um, uh, um, Arturo Fuente. Probably their Florafina 858 would be good, or their Don Carlos uh, uh, in a Cameroon would be very, very nice. The problem is with a with a... The Islays, they are very peaty. They have a very unique taste and aroma. So a mild cigar is just going to get overwhelmed by that that uh, that scotch. So you're going to need found, yeah. yeah, you're going to need something medium, medium plus. And the problem is, is that a Maduro would probably pair pretty nicely as well. I think you could probably get away with enjoying a uh, a nice Maduro. In fact, the Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown. That's technically not a Maduro, but it's a very nice uh, Ecuadorian sun-grown uh, wrapper. That would be very, very nice. You could absolutely mm. pair that with the Isle, and I think it would pair very nicely. But you got to be careful because there's a limited number of cigars that really pair nicely because it has such a, a unique taste and ar- aromatic complexion to it. Not a big Islay guy. I like the uh, – I prefer my scotches from the Highlands area. But, again, it's personal preference. That's why mm-hmm. it is great whether you're a cigar connoisseur, whether you're a whiskey connoisseur, a bourbon connoisseur. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's just what uh, what you enjoy. And, and Islay is really right on the um, – Kind of the very western coast, a very small area in uh, Scotland. And there's about uh, six different areas. You've got Highland, Lowland, Speyside. Uh, there's the uh, island areas, Islay, and there's an area called Campbellton. 
But I would say the primary areas are Highland, uh, Speyside, and Islay. And again, you obviously like that peatiness, not too much to my taste. In fact, if you like a very smoky, peaty type of of, uh, scotch, I would tell you uh, a blended scotch, the Johnny Walker uh, Black or the Double Black would be the one I would recommend. That's very, very smoky. And that would probably. I haven't tried it, but that would be great. Yeah, very smoky. I mean, that would be the kind of cigar that would go wonderful with a Maduro, a little bit flavor, different flavor complexion than an Islay, but still pretty close. Here's what I'll do for you, Tony. Let me send you out. um, What do I have? I'll tell you what. Why don't we? We're going to send out a Julius Caesar. I'll send you out some. Some uh, uh, Maximus by Diamond Crown. I think I misspoke. I, not the Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown. The Maximus by Diamond Crown is what I would recommend for your Islay, and we will send that out to you to enjoy. Lieutenants, hour number one. Uh, this edition of the Cigar Dave Show is now in the annals of history. Fear not, we have another hour. When we get back, I promise, right off the top, I will tell you about the renaming of a fish by a taxocrat. You won't believe it. And we'll tell you about how the last remaining cigar factory in the Cigar City is under attack. And we're going to do something about it. Our number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Diamond Crown, number four, being thoroughly enjoyed as I speak. Sip of Dalwini, 15-year-old Highland Scotch. Mm. Ah, Going down my palate and my throat ever so smoothly and warmly. The ability to engage in alpha male pleasure conversational maneuvers, absolutely priceless. And we welcome you back to our number two, lieutenants, the foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, battling the enemies of pleasure and the alpha male good life. Yours truly, America's alpha male in chief, the General Cigar Dave. We come back to you, our number two from Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A, in the Cigar City of Tampa. And I emphasize Cigar City of Tampa for a very good reason. Because we are under attack in the Cigar City. Those of us that enjoy cigars or libations, we're under attack. Even if you don't smoke cigars, you don't consume libations. There is some product that you consume 
or that you enjoy that down the road will be targeted by the enemies of pleasure, by the government bureaucrats. Mark my words. And so it is imperative that even if you don't smoke a cigar, even if you don't engage in enjoying adult libations, that you still join our side and join the fight. Because if you think that the government bureaucrats and the enemies of pleasure are going to stop with cigars and with spirits and our steaks, then you are mistaken. They will come after your soda. They will come after your coffee. They will come after some other product that you enjoy that they deem to be unacceptable and not nutritious and unworthy of being consumed or sold. And if it is, they'll tax the living daylights out of it. This is an assault on every single American consumer, not just cigar connoisseurs. And the latest is, of course, the FDA regulations, the proposed FDA regulations. Back in April, the FDA published proposed, proposed regulations that would include cigars under their Center for uh, Tobacco Regulation Division that would be so cumbersome to the cigar industry that it would not only shut down many cigar companies, not only make it prohibitive for cigar manufacturers to make your cigars, but it would also have the, the destructive capacity to close the last remaining cigar factory in the cigar city of Tampa. Now, you may be listening to us across the country, and you know that I proudly say that we originate from the Cigar City. We have great history and great heritage. I've received emails and tweets from many of our lieutenants and listeners that have said, General, I visited uh, your city. I loved Ybor City. I had a great time. Man, I just I could enjoy my cigars. People were friendly. It was so cool seeing these great cigar stores and that it's a city that embraces its cigar heritage. That's why every year we have the Tampa Cigar Festival. We celebrate the history of cigars to the city of Tampa. There is one remaining cigar factory, one lone surviving factory. At one time in the cigar city of Tampa, there were over 150 cigar factories that operated making cigars in Ybor City, in West Tampa. There is literally nowhere you can go within the confines of the Cigar City of Tampa, and not see a historical cigar factory in front of you. Whether you're on the interstate, you are you are in Ybor City, which is just east of downtown, which is the home of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, home of the Columbia Restaurant, one of my favorite spots. In 1885, Vicente Martinez Ybor brought the cigar industry to Tampa and created an area just east of downtown that is now known as Ybor City. And it was thriving with hundreds of thousands of cigar rollers and cigar workers. And here we are, 130-some-odd years later from that time, and right now there is one remaining cigar factory. There were two up until four or five years ago when the State Children's Health Initiative tax, the, the excise tax that was enacted on your cigars, a tax of 53 percent 53 percent find and name me another product that is taxed at that rate there is none when that tax was enacted it had the effect of shutting down 
the Have a Tampa Factory. 500-plus excellent-paying jobs with health benefits, with pensions, all vanished like that. Gone. Why? Well, they moved production to Puerto Rico. They didn't need two factories when the number of Have a Tampas and Phillies would be decreased because of the tax. There's one remaining cigar factory. It is a family-owned factory, the Newman family. Bobby and Eric Newman, you know them well. I've had them on the show many times. The J.C. Newman Cigar Company began in Cleveland in, uh, what's, 119 years ago. Julius Caesar Newman, one man, started the company. His mother loaned him money to buy some tobacco and learn how to roll cigars. Now think about this. The failure rate of businesses is huge in this country. 119 years later, on its now third, fourth generation, the company is thriving. But it won't for very long if their factory, which employs, I think, uh, some in excess of 100 workers, using machines from the 1930s, if all of a sudden the FDA says, well, we now can regulate cigars and... In addition to regulating cigars, we now are going to make every cigar company or cigar manufacturer get prior approval from the FDA before adding a new size, shape, or brand of cigar. In the FDA's own analysis, and I've got the I've got their proposed legislation or proposed rule right here. It is the deeming tobacco products to be subject to the federal. Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, as amended by the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, regulations on the sale and distribution of tobacco products and required warning statements for tobacco products. This was released back in April. I have it in my hand, and I'm going for effect. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take it from my hand, and it, I couldn't even use a stapler. I had to get one of those gigundous binder clips, the biggest one they make. I have big hands. You know what they say about big hands. And I can barely get my big hands around this legislation. It easily weighs two, three pounds. I'm going to drop it on my desk here, and I want you to take a listen to actually what it sounds like when I drop it. Let me do that one more time. This thing weighs a ton. There's got to be at least, oh, here it is, 241 pages. 241 pages of absolute government bureaucracy and interference. So what will this legislation, this potential legislation, do to the cigar industry? Well, let me be very clear. It's going to make every manufacturer get prior approval from the FDA before they add a size, shape, or brand of cigars. In these 241 pages, according to the FDA's own analysis, a manufacturer would have to spend five thousand hours testing their cigars before submitting an application to sell a single new brand or size of a cigar. Let me explain this. If a cigar manufacturer, if the J.C. Newman Cigar Company says, we would like to make a brand new brick house, we've got our existing brick house, but we would like to add a new size, two new sizes, they have to do the analysis 5,000 hours, according to the FDA, for each size. Never mind, it's the same exact cigar tobacco in the cigar with no additives or chemicals. Doesn't matter. 
The FDA would mandate rigorous scientific analysis of every type of cigar sold. So, every cigar manufacturer would essentially have to send their cigars to a lab to analyze the chemical content of each of these different cigars. It would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. Again, these are products. Cigars are consumed by adults. Made by adults for adults. This is not the cigarette industry we're talking about. There are no other chemical additives. It is cigar tobacco that is naturally fermented. The nicotine and ammonia uh, dissipate in the fermentation process. They roll them. uh, They roll the cigars. They put them in cedar line aging rooms, and then you have a cigar. That's it. They would also make all the cigar manufacturing companies adhere to FDA, what they call good manufacturing practices and standards that they choose. Let me translate. They would essentially make every manufacturer conform to their regulations, and all it would do is make the manufacturers spend hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars with no change. Good manufacturing practice, what does that mean? It means government bureaucracy. It means they want to be able to go into your factory and dictate how you should operate your factory. Never mind there's been no cases of salmonella with people smoking a cigar. Common sense, people. Common sense. Lastly, the most important, one of the most important things, the FDA would impose user fees on the cigar industry for the privilege of being regulated by this FDA bureaucracy. So let's, let's explain this one more time. The FDA would come in and say, we are going to impose a user fee. We're going to impose a user fee of whatever, 15 cents a cigar, 20 cents a cigar, could be a flat fee, $2 million, whatever it is. On every cigar manufacturer, you have to pay that to us, and we're going to take that money and use it to regulate you and screw you in the process. Now, there is a proposed rule in the FDA a proposed uh, there's option two in the FDA regulations that would exempt certain premium cigars from regulation. However, their definition of a premium cigar is a handmade cigar sold for more than ten dollars. Ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the premium cigars that are sold today are less than ten dollars. I'd tell you they're less than eight dollars. Most cigars, premium cigars, are in the six to seven dollar category. Again, an arbitrary number. No rhyme, no reason. Strictly made up. How would this affect the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory? They use machines and equipment from the 1930s. The FDA would come in and say, okay, your cigars that you make there, even though the majority of it is considered to be a premium cigar, There is no short filler. It is long filler. They use a natural wrapper, even though they use the machine to place the wrapper upon it. It would not be considered a premium cigar. Therefore, you will be subject to the same FDA regulations as cigarettes. It would put them out of business. This good manufacturing process that they talk about, well, what that would do is essentially take these 1930s machines. The FDA would say, those are obsolete, even though... They've been working very well since the 1930s, even though they hire people to maintain those machines, even though they provide great employment to many people in the factory. They would essentially say to the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, too bad, you gotta, you got to buy new equipment or you're done. 
This would take the cigar out of Cigar City. I want you to think about one thing. What would happen if you would take the wine industry out of Napa Valley? The Napa Valley would be crushed. Economically, would be a disaster area. Do you think for one millisecond that Nancy Pelosi or Dianne Feinstein or Barbara Boxer would allow that to happen? Absolutely not. The good news is we have many of our legislators. I I happen to see one of our congressmen, David Jolly, at the Florida Association of Broadcasters Convention earlier this week. And I walked up to him and I thanked him for his support. We had a nice 15-minute conversation. Some stuff off the record, which I found was very interesting. Good things, all good things. But he said, it was a no-brainer for me, Dave, to sign on to this. He said, I did it in my first week. And I I remind you, his opponent went into the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, saw the people that are employed there, saw the important economic benefit to this city and to the employees, and when asked, would she support the legislation to exempt premium cigars? Her answer was, I'm 95% sure I would do it. And they said, 95? What's there to think about? Well, that dumbass didn't get elected. We will never hear from her again, thankfully. She's an idiot. David Jolly looked and said, 100%. This affects my area, my district. Davidoff's in, uh, headquarters are in his, in, in his district. He said, I'm supporting it. And he did. We have support from members of the House and Senate, not only in Florida, but from across the country. But we can do something about it. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you what we can do to make sure the FDA keeps their paws off of our cigars and to make sure that the cigar in Cigar City remains. And even if you live in California, Alaska, Hawaii, Montana, New York, this affects you, and I ask that you, we are going to mobilize the troops, and we're going to get comments into the FDA to let them know that this would kill the last remaining premium cigar factory or cigar factory in the city of Tampa. And that we will not allow it to happen. We will not allow them to close down the remaining historic factory in the cigar city of Tampa. Over my hot dead body, will I allow FDA bureaucrats to take the cigar out of Cigar City? The Bold Alpha Tour comes to Buffalo on Saturday, August 16th at the Buffalo Launch Club. All who attend will receive an A.J. Fernandez Cigar Assault Pack, which includes the unveiling of New World by A.J. Fernandez. Limited tickets remain for this event. To get yours, go to CigarDave.com today. I did it at work, right there at my desk when my boss wasn't looking. I did it in bed. My wife was asleep next to me. I did it on the living room couch. It just started when my in-laws walked in and saw me. You can always discuss premium cigars on the premier online cigar club, MontecristoSocialClub.com. Join MontecristoSocialClub.com to connect with a network of social club members across the country who love premium cigars as much as you do. Receive a free new member welcome gift and membership card when you sign up at MontecristoSocialClub.com. I was doing it at a football game. They showed me on the Jumbotron. 
The Monte Cristo Social Club is an online membership club for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. If you love modern full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper. Available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers add body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo e Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government, so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that, when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos, produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I seen you walk out the club showing up her sexy flow. Sexy flow. That's right. Cigar Dave Officers Club members have been sampling the June selection of Perdomo Reserve Champagne Series cigars. Share your thoughts on the choice with us at twitter.com slash Cigar Dave Show. All right, let me briefly uh, finish talking about Save the Cigar City because this is imperative. We need to save the last cigar factory. We need to also let the FDA know, hands off our cigars. We don't need regulation. We don't need the fourth branch of government, which is bureaucracy now, getting into our humidors. So when you go to make your comments, and if you go to CigarDave.com, in fact, I'm going to go there right now. We have a graphic right on the homepage that tells you that you click on that gives you all the information you need to know. In fact, uh, it's one of the rotators, but we will have... We'll make sure we have a permanent tile up there. It's the urgent call to battle that rotates towards the top of CigarDave.com. You click on that, that takes you right to the urgent call to battle page. 
and you can even, we give you a link to construct your message to the FDA. We need you to do it. And in your message, you need to tell the FDA to include J.C. Newman's vintage machine-made cigars in the definition of premium cigars, along with exempting premium cigars from FDA regulation. On Monday, there's going to be a big banner ceremony at the El Reloj, which is the clock factory, the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Ybor City, that is going to cover the clock And it says, basically, Save the Cigar City. And the website is SaveCigarCity.com. We'll post a link to that at CigarDave.com. And when I come back, I'll tell you about a little monkey business that the FDA is playing. And I think it's because we are making an impact. We'll talk about that. And I promise I'm going to get to that fish story right around the corner. The June selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a vertical tasting of the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Series, including the 10th anniversary Champagne Noir Maduro and Champagne Sun Grown. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details. Lieutenants, the Cigar Dave 2014 Bold Alpha Tour continues. Next stop is Saturday, August 16th, 2014 at the Buffalo Launch Club on Grand Island, New York for the Smoke on the Water 3 live broadcast invasion. We will be coming back to my hometown of Buffalo as we launch the new world from A.J. Fernandez Cigars. It will be an afternoon of great cigars cool libations, delicious delicacies, and alpha male camaraderie maneuvers. Tickets are available right now at CigarDave.com. We've got a VIP breakfast beginning at 9.30 a.m., an alpha male breakfast that includes a great buffet, special Cigar Dave private reserve cigars, and a special gift. And on the main show, tickets available as we begin at noon. CigarDave.com for all the ticket information for Buffalo Smoke on the Water 3 live broadcast invasion. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. America's Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar Dave. A couple other little notes here about the FDA regulation if it was enacted on cigars. 30% of a cigar box, 30%, a third of the box would have to be covered with warning labels or a giant warning label. In addition, if the cigar manufacturers wanted to do a promotional piece or an advertisement, whether it's print, radio, TV, whatever the case is, everything would have to be submitted to the FDA for approval. Additionally, 
One of the big areas of growth the last number of years is for manufacturers to come out with very limited edition blends once a year or a seasonal blend. Those would disappear because they would have to go through the same 5,000-hour testing each size as every other cigar. And by the way, this is retroactive. Any cigar made, I believe, after 2007 or uh, 2009 or 2010 would have to be would have to go through this process. This is what happens when you have government bureaucrats that have no brain, no business sense, when they just write regulations without thinking of how it may harm the economy and business and people's jobs and livelihoods. Now, the good news is the White House OMB, the Office of Management and Budget, has to review every single proposed rule for various legislation or for various, uh, whether it's the FDA or the EPA, because they have to look at the economic benefit and the economic harm. Well, a story came out this week that the White House weakened a draft of the FDA's initial proposed tobacco regulations because the White House Office of uh, Management and Budget, which analyzes the potential economic consequences of proposed regulations, deleted a large amount of language in the FDA proposals. They deleted a number of different things based uh, uh, that they didn't feel was uh, correct, some items that they felt was not, that would actually harm jobs in the economy, that didn't have basis of fact. Now, of course, the FDA didn't like that. And, of course, a number of reporters came out and made it like this was something sinister by the Office of Management and Budget. It's not sinister. This is every regulation has to go, or when a bureau, when, it, when the EPA or the FDA or the IRS, when they propose a rule, it has to go through the Office of Management and Budget. They have to look at it. And after all, all these bureaucracies report to the White House. The president selects the cabinet. He selects, he, he basically steers the policy. And I do find it amazing that the president is kowtowing and saying how great these potential regulations are when he himself is a closet cigarette smoker. He is the Marlboro man. He is the Marlboro man. That's why at the Normandy uh, ceremonies a couple of weeks ago, on June 6th, he was caught chewing gum, and the French press made a big deal. He wasn't chewing gum. He wasn't chewing Trident or Bubblicious or Wrigley's, he was chewing Nicorette because he still smokes cigarettes. We cannot allow this legislation to go through. These regulations, not legislation. So it's imperative. It is imperative that you go to CigarDave.com. You immediately click on the urgent call to battle uh, icon and make your message. Send your message to the FDA. You click to construct your message. We make it very easy. And here's a little footnote. We've been saying that it is imperative you let the FDA know your thoughts. And I think the FDA is getting a little worried because the FDA pulled a fast one this week. On June 26th, earlier this week, the FDA, or I should say the Center for Tobacco Products, altered the online docket docket comment portal link. If you go to CigarDave.com, you click on the call to action, it takes you to the Cigar Rights of America page. And there is a link that you can click on that takes you right to the FDA's online comment portal. Well, they did something earlier this week that 
Maybe it's suspicious, maybe it isn't, but it's worthy of bringing up and discussing. They changed the link midstream. So the comment period has been open now for 30 days, a little bit in excess, actually. And what do they do? Earlier this week, they changed the link. Now, that's very unusual. When you post a comment link, you don't change it because people embed it in their various websites. People have it. You want to keep that link. One link, people can go to both sides. Isn't it interesting and quite suspicious that the FDA would change that? Now, of course, the Cigar Association, the Cigar Rights of America, the IPCPR, they were on top of it. They found out that it was changed, and they made the announcement to their constituency. But I think it's very suspicious. It's very suspicious that they would change it midstream. We have until August 8th to make comments and file comments because the comment period was extended by an additional 30 days. Do not delay. Make the comments now. But I'm just bringing it up here, lieutenants. Is there a conspiracy? I don't know. Don't have the proof. But is something a little fishy? You better believe it. Something is not right. Smells a little stale and fishy to me. All right. Let's say hello to uh, Everett in New Mexico. You are front and center. Long Ashes, General. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Everett. Um, The question I have for you is, uh, I forgot what my question was now. I know we kept you. It was about, I know we kept you on for a long time on hold, and I appreciate your patience. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put you back on hold. Take your time, think about it, and then I'll come right back to you. How's that? Yes, sir. All right, Everett, stand by. Let's say hello to Joni. Uh, also out Long in you, New Mexico. Back at you. You're also out in New Mexico, huh? I'm sorry. Are you in New Mexico as well? Yes, I am. Wow. Okay. Excellent. Well, welcome. Uh, well, my question is, is my brother is drinking something called a fireball, and his birthday is actually coming up here pretty soon, and I was wanting to know if you know of a cigar that would actually pair really good with that for his birthday. All right. A fireball uh, usually has to do with, uh, it's usually a, a, um, a uh, well, there's a number of different recipes for different fireballs, but a lot of them are using now the cinnamon-flavored or the fireball-flavored bourbons. Yes. Uh, and there actually is a a uh, uh, a spirit called Fireball, and it okay. is cinnamon whiskey. Not yeah. my cup of tea personally, but if he enjoys it, no problem. And people yeah. are using it with cider. They're using it with vodka. They're using it with uh, ginger ale, whatever. That's going to be a sweet drink. Uh, I would say that you want a cigar that's going to be on the mild side or it's going to have a little bit of sweetness to it. Some of the Maduro cigars I think would be... We could easily make a recommendation for some of those. But I have to tell you, I am a purist in that I like my bourbon without any cinnamon, without any vanilla, without any of the tradition, you know, without any additional ingredients to change the real taste of that bourbon. So Mm -hmm. that being said, I'm going to give you a couple of recommendations here on some cigars that I think would probably go pretty well. I think the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Noir would go very nicely. Okay. Uh, that's part of our officers club selection. I think that would would go very nicely. I think from um, let's see, I would say that probably the Rocky Patel uh, Edge missile would probably go nicely. 
I might try that one because he is a retired mili- uh, military. So That's a nice little missile shape. It actually looks like a little torpedo, but he calls it the missile, and it's got a little bit... Lot of, see, you got to remember, that fireball, even though it's sweet, it's got some kick to it. So I think that okay. would be good. In terms of uh, another cigar, let me see, that I would recommend that I think would be good. Um... Oh, probably I would tell you from Altatus, I've, I've got to be careful because the Romeo Reserva Real is going to be way too mild. That's going to be uh, overpowered. But I'll tell you what, I think the Monte Cristo Epic would go nicely. I think that would be okay. a good stick. I don't think you could go wrong with that. But that's certainly that uh, that fireball is definitely, it's an acquired taste. Let's put it that way. Okay. So give, give that a try, and here's what I'll do for you. How about I send you out... Um, Let's see. What do I have here that I... Oh, the Kismet would go nicely with that as well. So the brand new okay. Kismet, it's a Dominican Puro from Royal Gold Cigars. That was our May Officers Club selection. I'll send that out to you. Let's go back to Everett. Everett, are you there? Yes, sir. I remember now. Long at you, Joe. Back at you. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. I'm actually in the Dallas area for a little while. Okay. And was going to see if you would have any uh, cigar shop recommendations while I'm here. Dallas Cigar Stores. Uh, geez, Houston I know more of. Let me see. I'm trying. I'm going to have to go to my memory banks here. And uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, you know what? I, I know a guy that would know very well. That's Gene Tipton of Altatus USA because he knows every single place. But I know there's a couple of different places. There's a place called Cigar Warehouse. Uh, there's a place called Up and Smoke. There is a uh, place called, I think, uh, Puff and Stuff. Um, Dallas Cigar. I would probably do a Yelp search. That would be my recommendation. I mean, those are just a few of the places. There could be some cigar bars that I don't know about. But what I would do is just do a little Yelp search or around me and see what you find out. And maybe take a little tour, see what you find. And by the way, if you do find a good one, will you let us know, Everett? Yes, sir. Will do, sir. Sounds good. Stand by. Here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out some of the... Uh, new Banker by A. Chupman that we launched two weeks ago up in Charlotte. So we will get that out to you. Lieutenants, when I come back, I know I've been promising this. I know I've been putting it off and I have not done it on purpose. But when I come back, I will tell you about a very fishy story. A fish being renamed. It's fishy any way you look at it. The final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Listen to Cigar Dave anytime and anywhere with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead 
or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar Dave's health recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables. All right, I'm going to make an announcement about the big upcoming IPCPR convention next month in just a few moments. But the entire show, and I've not done this on purpose Every so often, somebody will say, oh, you purposely teased us the whole show so we would listen to the very end. I, I Honestly, I did not do this on purpose. We just got backed up, and I ran long on a number of other items. But this is a story that you will almost not believe. It involves around changing the name of a fish because the name of the fish is offensive. I present to you, lieutenants, Minnesota Senator John Hoffman, Taxocrat from Minnesota. Our, our state and our nation has learned that words, nicknames matter, often at great expense and hurt feelings, inappropriateness, and money. We have learned that this has individuals in society. Think of what our state and country have been and still are going through with respect to ethnicity, lifestyle, groups of people, and programs like invasive species prevention. When carelessly given a nickname, and nickname not meaning to be hurtful to a group of people in most cases, but rather for expediency and to even simplify language. Words do matter. Uh, we have a chance right now before this uh, a part of the state statute to change one simple language and do our best to do the thing right now and change it. I propose, Madam President and members, that we, uh, we not allow the official use of Asian, CARP, a terminology hurtful to valued members of our communities, and as an official language of state government to describe harmful invasive carp. We may not be able to stop others from using the terminology, but we have the opportunity to stop it here in our state agencies. Oy vey, are you kidding me? The term Asian carp is offensive to certain groups. The reason they call it Asian carp is because the carp originates from Asia. Ding dong! Hello! It wasn't because the carp has a certain look or acts a certain way. It's because 
It's indigenous to Asia. And a little bit of background on the Asian carp. By the way, that's exactly what we're calling it here. We're not calling it invasive carp. We're calling it Asian carp. That's what it is. Just like if it was from Latin America and you called it Latin carp. Or if you called it Florida carp. The Asian carp is an invasive species. There are numerous types of Asian carp. There's the black carp from China. I wonder if he's going to make it, if they're going to change the name to African American carp to make sure it's politically correct. The silver carp from Vietnam and the grass carp from China, they've spread into the Great Lakes. They've come over on fishing boats uh, or, or, or big uh, uh, transportation ships, transporting ships. And these fish do massive damage to the ecosystems within the, the fishing industry, within the area. What they essentially do is they have no predators, so they gobble everything up, and it destroys the ecosystem. And that's why the Army Corps of, Engineer, a Corps of Engineers in the Great Lakes, this is a, a very worrisome problem because this has the ability to destroy every single living fish or organism in the Great Lakes. They've made their way to uh, to certain areas in Chicago. They're trying to use uh, uh, dams and other things to prevent them. They're trying to kill them. So this is a big problem. But for this Minnesota taxocrat, this Senator John Huffman, to say that words matter, I'm sorry. This is exactly political correctness gone absolutely AWOL. There is no rhyme or reason for it. It is absurd. Him proposing this makes himself look like a total horse's ass. He's a schmuck. So since words do matter, I think it's appropriate that we name Minnesota Senator John Huffman correctly. I propose that we change the designation that we call him from senator to a schmuckular American or an assular American because he's a schmuck. And he's an ass. And anybody that would waste important legislative time on something so minuscule and something so absurd and something that no Asian I've ever heard jump up and down saying, this is offensive, we have to change the name, this is nothing more than pandering and wasting time and resources. It is Asian carp. If this man thinks I'm microaggressing against a certain people because we call the the fish, the species, a name from where it's from geographically, then I'm guilty as charged. It's called Asian carp, period. This is the latest example of the language police, the political correct police. This isn't even politically correct to change the name. It's stupid. It's, It's stupidity is what it is. And it amazes me that his colleagues in the Senate would actually look and take a vote on this thing or even pass it. By the way, I believe the bill passed in the Senate. Now, it's probably not going to go anywhere in the House. And if I'm the governor, I'd say, we're not changing the name. This is what it's called. It is so absurd today that people get easily offended. I'm in the camp where if somebody wants to call me, uh, wants to be derogatory about my religion, my heritage, my skin color, so be it. I'd rather know who my enemies are. I don't have a problem with it. I don't jump up and down and say, oh, fire them, whatever. I like knowing where they stand. 
you know that you've heard the term sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. No, not with this new generation of everybody's a winner. Nobody can be offended. Remember, the Constitution does not, and U.S. law does not provide, it provides freedom of religion, freedom of speech, but not freedom from being offended. It's that simple. People can get offended every day. I'd rather know who my enemies are. I have absolutely no problem. I'll guarantee you somebody's offended that I call myself a proud heterosexual alpha male. Guaranteed. Well, you're being derogatory to gays. No, I'm not. I'm proud of my own sexual prowess. I'm proud of the fact that I am a strong, smart, decisive alpha male. That's not being derogatory towards anyone else. But somehow in this nation, everybody's got to jump up or somebody's got to jump up. One person, if they jump up and scream and say, boo-hoo, I'm offended, then we have to change everything for them. That's not how it works. Enough is enough. This schmuckular American needs to go bye-bye. In fact, I would say this. I think he should go over to Asia. I think he should spend as much time as he wants in Asia and never come back. Because if he believes that Asians are so offended, then he should go over there and he should really sound them all out. And here's one thing that I, re- one of the reasons that, or one of the things you could do if you, if you find the word, the term Asian carp to be offensive, here's my suggestion. Let's change it to Oriental carp. And since words matter, I say Oriental carp, the slogan could be the fish that gives massage and happy ending. And if that offends someone, excellent. My job is done. Changing the name Asian carp. I'm wondering, am I going to have to change the name of this Scotch whiskey because maybe some people of Scottish descent are going to find that to be offensive? We could go on and on and on. I stand in the gales of political correctness. I am unyielding. I am unswerving. People that are offended be damned. Too bad. Grow a set. That's what we need more alpha Americans such as you and I that have a large set of titanium nads that aren't that easily offended. Lieutenants, big announcement. We will be televising three, actually six exclusive telecasts from the IPCPR convention July 20th to the 22nd. Next month, we'll have more de- uh, details over the coming weeks. Cigar Dave, the general say, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delicatio, always pleasure, and I hope I offended Asian carps.